0: myself, and a group of guests get together to roundtable discuss our favorite games, and our not-so-favorite games, what we like and don't like, and everything in between, and give them our personal reviews. I want to start this episode off by thanking Eric Skip for the intro and outro music. You can find him on SoundCloud, and I hope you enjoy Games Parlay. Developed by Blizzard, the same company famous for StarCraft, World of Warcraft, and Hearthstone. Blizzard games are notoriously popular for incredible story- storytelling and high competitive play. Overwatch released in May of 2016 and has risen to incredible popularity due to lovable characters, high intense gameplay, and a professional league being developed and being televised on channels like ESPN and Disney XD. The guests I have with me today have competed in various levels of play, ranging from semi-competitive leagues, the Open Division League, and many, many long hours of grinding up the ladder trying to improve their rank. And now, I'm going to let them introduce themselves.
1: Well, uh, I'm Brayden. Uh, my in-game name is uh, Sandwich. And um, some of my favorite heroes to use are Soldier and Lucio, uh really i'm kind of all over the board i don't really stick to one role um my top rank i got into gold and um as far as like competitive experience wise i did play in open division for a season and other than that really just stuck with the competitive ladder
2: hi uh, my name is hunter in game i'm known as shushifoof Um, my peak rank is uh low diamond i am an off tank main i've reached i've reached diamond on two accounts uh, doing off tank on one and then support on another. Um, my uh, competitive experience—I've d- done the Find Me Alpha Overwatch League and I've done the Open Division. Uh, and I'm doing my second Open Division this season. Uh, yeah. All
0: right,
2: thank you. Well, my favorite, my favorite—I forgot to answer my favorite heroes because I'm a big, big, big dumb. Um, uh, my <laughs> favorite hero is uh, Zarya, closely followed by Zenyatta.
3: Alright, uh, I'm Dustin. I go by Omnilist in-game. Um, my peak rank is Low Diamond as well. Um, competitively, I've just done the Find Me Alpha Overwatch League, but I'm now coaching the Open Division team that Hunter's on. Um, other than that, I play Main Tank mostly. Uh, one of my favorite two heroes would have to be Reinhardt, followed by Wrecking Ball.
0: Right, awesome and once again I am your host Billy Hatfield and um, in game name is McNar. Peak uh, rank is mid plat. Um, I've kind of funneled myself back into the support role, but my favorite hero to play is still Hanzo. Uh, and yeah, so as you can see, we've got a large range of people uh, that play the game in various different styles. Um, so let's talk. Let's start off talking about that. Overwatch is a MOBA inspired first person shooter. Um, And how do you think that it has affected um, the community trying to figure out how to play this game? Is it hard to really wrap your mind around this isn't just a shooter, this is a shooter with uh, some sort of directed purpose? Um, And anyone can answer these types of questions, but let's start with that.
2: So I think initially getting into this game, it's kind of difficult to remember just like basically remember that it is a strategy based and moba inspired game and not just like a call of duty a csgo one of those kind of games uh and you see a lot of people come into this game and are still playing this game with that mentality um and like you're only going to get so far with that if that makes sense mm-hmm. uh and you'll you won't get as much as you can out of it if that makes sense it's like going to mm, Get ready for a terrible analogy. <laughs> it's like uh, get. It's like you're going to a movie theater. And you're like, all right, I'm gonna go see a movie, and you go to the movie theater and you sit in the lobby and you watch the like a TV screen that's in the lobby that shows little bits and pieces of that movie. And you're like, this is a good movie. When you never buy a ticket, and you never go into the actual theater to see the full movie, right? Yeah, you're kind of selling yourself short. So, like, for in my opinion. It's it's hard. It it is kind of hard first getting into the game.
3: Yeah, initially like you don't necessarily think of first person shooters also being a MOBA. Like all these aspects that you're just not concerned about in the beginning, <laughs> you realize, "Oh shit, this does matter. I do need to think of it this way and not just click heads forehead."
1: Yeah. Re- really the only game we've seen come to that point with that MOBA strategy in a shooter is Team Fortress 2. And uh, that's really the only game that's been made that's comparable to Overwatch. So, yeah, it is it is tricky, but I think after a while when you get the hang of it, it does become, it, it becomes fun and uh, a lot easier to kind of wrap your mind around game. The-
0: yeah, and so with that, um, you know, when Overwatch first came out for me, uh, I remember my first instinct was, oh, this is like Team Fortress 2. Um, in a lot of ways, it is. Um, did you guys ever play TF2 uh, before? I did not. I, I, I have didn't.
3: not. In fact, my first PC shooter game was Overwatch.
2: As was
1: mine, yeah. Com- I came from Counter-Strike, so okay. yeah, I had a little bit of PC shooter experience.
0: So what's interesting, um, and this is why I kind of wanted to start here, is Overwatch really is the first of its kind of this uh, genre bend, if you will. I played a ton of tf2 like if you go to my steam library uh it's civ 5 just because those games take six hours anyway and then (laughs) Team fortress 2 um and when this game came out i was still in a culture shock because team fortress 2 doesn't hit the moba aspect that well um people were still playing it like call of duty because you could um even the capture the flag and the payload modes was still basically deathmatch um with just different classes. It was like playing Star Wars Battlefront 2. Um it, more like than Overwatch. So um when you guys were new so it's interesting that we have two people whose first PC gaming competitive a game is as competitive as Overwatch. Um it was their first PC game. Um how long and difficult was it for you to kind of adapt into playing with this sort of different competitive mindset?
2: So when I started this game and I did my first placements ever, um, I placed 905 SR, which is pretty mid to low bronze, which is the lowest rank that you can be. Um, and I was like, "Yeah, the top that's totally cool. I'm god, it's awesome." Yeah, I, remember. <laughs> I had no clue. I remember like, silver, and <laughs> so much fun.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> and I like didn't know, and I would like play the game. It was basically the analogy I made earlier about the movie theater. I was still in the lobby. Um, I don't think I actually understood the game until I became involved with uh, the Find Me Alpha Overwatch League because there were people in there that were so much better than me. And I realized, wow, I'm big poo-poo at this game. <laughs> so, like, I I took it upon myself because I'm, I'm a slightly competitive person. Like, I'm not, like one of those people that's going to come up to you and be like, hey, you suck, you should quit. But, like, I yeah. always want to be the best version of myself that I can be. Mm-hmm. Right?
0: Yeah.
2: So I wanted to get better. I'm going off on a wild tangent, and I forget what no, the original okay. question was. Well,
0: it was about, so your your transition from other types of games into right. Uh, this Right, okay. All right, it was tough. There you go.
3: <laughs> <laughs> See, um... The only other game I've played competitively is Smash Brothers. i played a lot of Smash 4 and now entirely too much Smash Ultimate. Um, But that's... I've always had a competitive mindset when it comes to games because of that. Mm -hmm. You know, just learning and trying to become the best that you can through that. Um, And I think that plays a significant role in and just how you proceed as a player of anything. Yeah. Um
0: so let me uh sorry to not to interrupt but let me let's uh kind of uh take a step back and break that down a little bit. You guys are both talking in a sense of you guys got the game, realized that, you know, you have you're very competitive and you want to get better. Um but but is that where the the fun in the game comes from or is the game innately fun? So let's say we have someone, because we we will have listeners that are not as involved in any sort of leagues and only play the game, you know, occasionally with friends or whatever. Um, is the game innately fun or is it the progression that makes it fun?
3: I think both. Both, to, to a person like me and Hunter, um, we we enjoy the progression, and getting better and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it also has a bunch of casual stuff that you can just enjoy the friends. Uh, like how we have thirty heroes now, it just all of them work unique, and you can try yeah. them out and just have fun in quick play. I still just play quick play to have fun sometimes.
0: Yeah, well,
1: uh, yeah i yeah. I find that coming from other FPS games that I've been playing for years. Like when I started playing Overwatch, it was innately just fun, and that's what really hooked me in was was just how fun it was. And um, you know, other other FPS games that I've been playing, like Counter-Strike or uh, Call of Duty or whatever, they've, you know, after time, they kind of lose their luster. But I've been playing Overwatch for a couple of years now, and it it continues to change, and that fun factor just keeps coming back. So it's it's been a lot of fun.
0: Okay. So I really really like that, Um, because I agree. uh, I enjoy um, Overwatch because, you know, it's innately fun, the characters are fun, um the graphics are bright and um just pleasing to see and play and,
3: and it always has the blizzard level of polish yeah
0: like, exactly
3: everything just works yeah the, like there yeah. there are bugs and occasionally but it's not like bethesda you know right. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah
0: like you're not gonna drop 500 cheeses and your game's gonna break like you know uh in with an online game like it really does hold itself up very well um Okay, so let's move we say it's innately fun the game is innately fun, but what about when we have someone who wants to get better at the game? Um, what how does one get better at overwatch um, from a casual level to uh, more than casual to even a professional level um, how how does one get better let's let's unpack that a little bit too uh,
3: so sir-
2: you you want to go first?
3: Yeah, I'll go ahead. Uh, okay. Starting just like, let's go from the bottom up from yeah. like casual, to semi-competitive to very competitive then to like professional.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
3: so starting at like the casual level, right? You just gotta play. You just, mm-hmm. you just gotta, gotta actually play games. Otherwise, you're never gonna learn what the heroes do, even just you know, you're just goofing around with your friends having fun, whatever. You'll still learn what the heroes do and kind of how they work a little bit. Like at the very beginning, it's all about just getting playtime in.
1: Yeah.
3: Did anyone else want to chime in with
1: anything on that? I, the, I think part beginning? of the uh I think part of the casual kind of thing is finding one of the heroes that you're one comfortable playing with and two you really enjoy playing cuz I think, you know, we'd we call it maining on a hero. Uh I think if you're able to find the one that you really enjoy, that's going to help you stick with it longer. Um, and then experiment out with other heroes, of course, but, like, really, if you feel comfortable with one hero, that's going to keep you in for longer, too.
0: Awesome. So, basically, to summarize, it's, uh, if you're just looking to play casually, and you want to get better just kind of with playing with your friends, kind of like when you're playing Smash Bros with your friends, I'm probably going to come back to this analogy quite a bit, um, (laughs) but it's just by the sheer act of playing the game, you're going to get better enough that you can still keep your interest in the game. Is that accurate? Yeah, you know, you find the sure. character you really, really like, um, and continue playing, um, and that alone will keep you invested at least for a little while. Okay, so next, let's go. Let's go to that next step. What if we're, um, you know, not even just talking. Let's now step into. We want to play competitive play, like even comp, um, just the comp setting, or we get ourselves involved in some sort of community league of some sort, um. How does one get better in these sorts of atmospheres?
2: So, the big thing, uh, I think, is picking a role. So, in Overwatch, there are, let's say, six essential roles. Uh, two, three main roles that both split into kind of like two sub roles each. It's so like when you're, say, you're a tank, you're either a main tank or an off tank. Uh, main tanks, like, a lot of people are like, oh, they're the ones with the shield and. Off tanks are the ones who you know support the team or like a uh, peel for the team. Peel is like go back and like protect people. And then DPS, you have like hit scan, which is where like when you click, uh, there is the bullet hits or a projectile where it's a projectile basically. That's pretty self explanatory. Versus and then there's support, which is a main support versus a flex support, just off heels versus main heels, stuff like that. Uh, I say if you're wanting to get better on the like and rank up in the ladder and do competitive overwatch picking a role is number one it allows you to narrow it down to pick like playing certain heroes and understanding what that role is supposed to do right um because a support player is not going to do the same thing as a tank player please <laughs>
1: no <laughs> absolutely
0: not
1: Frontline with zenyatta
2: yeah, Frontline and
1: Zenyatta, we don't uh, talk about it. Whenever I play Zenyatta, that's how it is. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> this is interesting, um, because even in if you look at other MOBAs, for example, um, this, this is where this sort of divide starts to happen. Um, you know, it, it doesn't happen too crazy in, like, League of Legends or whatever, but it is possible to kind of flex out roles for each other to specifically fit them. Like, for example, there are a couple mid-laners that can double as being a mid-laner or a jungler, and then there are some that could be a mid-laner or a support, or even, you know, eighty carries to top. There's all sorts of uh, combinations that characters can do. Um, To an
3: extent, Overwatch is the same way. Yeah. It it,
0: it can. uh, Um, Because
3: Zenyatta doubles as kind of a DPS, because he puts out an obnoxious amount of damage.
0: Right, but Um, not quite to the extent of your traditional MOBA. Like, uh you wouldn't typically put Zenyatta in a DPS slot like when you're picking characters, right?
3: No, but Brig is.
0: Right. Um, <laughs>
2: we'll guess, get to that later.
0: That's yeah, a whole yeah,
3: thing. Yeah, <laughs> guess, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it, it later. It's
0: not as common, if we will, um, in the and it's not in the same mindset. Um, but so the next step for you know, to move up ladder is to kind of not pigeonhole yourself, but kind of determine where you are where you yeah, play what, what
2: you're good at, what what do you want to play? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Um and then of course we have the competitive audit. I don't want to get too big into like the professional um ladder, but it is interesting to talk about because um while other games, especially MOBAs and that sense, there's a huge professional following, but Overwatch is unique that it's one of the few that have been televised and um overwatch has hit it huge recently. um How does that affect uh the gameplay for the casuals and for uh people like us
1: i think your- I go. think it could have both a positive and a negative effect on it hmm. uh The positive effect is that the fact that it's on the mainstream and it's, it's widespread to so many people that gets more people playing the game, which is always a really great thing. But on the downside of that, I think it also uh, it encourages people to kind of see them and aspire to be them, and that puts a lot of pressure on on themselves as players to you know practice and perform at that kind of level, and then that kind of pressure just discourages them from playing, and they get stressed, and then you know they they get really mad. But um, so I think the the widespread exposure that. The Overwatch League and Overwatch has had recently is both a good and a bad thing for the game as a whole.
0: Yeah. You're, so, how, like, and, and you're right. Uh, that's something that there's an issue with currently in the, uh, um, with our professional players is that there's not enough help for those players currently. Um, because most of these players are, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old, uh, trying to learn how to play the game. Like, yeah, be put in a, uh, you know, it'd be the equivalent of an NFL player being, you know, nineteen. Um, you know, and a lot of
3: but to be fair, um, there's not any kind of support in other esports. You're right. There's there, yeah. there is a structure here. Yeah, it's it's in its infancy, but it's it's still there. Yeah. Whereas if you if you're going into like CS:GO,
0: mm-hmm.
3: you're all on your own. Right. Good yeah. Luck.
0: Um, and you know it's interesting, um, but I kind of want to bring it back just a little bit and um so something that was interesting was uh, with league of legends and um what's different with them is whenever a big esports team would do something crazy like they put one character in a weird spot that he shouldn't be um and after that happens in a competitive match everyone starts to try to replicate it um does that same effect happen in overwatch
3: the One
1: hundred percent. Okay, <laughs> let,
0: let's unpack that a little bit. Is it better or worse than some of those other games? And does it ruin the the gameplay? Uh, you know, I have my opinions on this, but I'm curious what you guys think.
3: I th- I think it's just natural to see like, uh, I obviously reference Defran's Grav mm-hmm. on Hollywood, um, where he went over the roof of a building. And got the entire enemy team in a graviton. Yeah. And I I've seen people try it. It didn't work, but they tried it. Right. Um, and the, there's other plays that happen, but it does happen a lot still in in Overwatch. Mm-hmm.
1: I think one of the biggest like culprits of that is the is the GOAT strategy. Um I think the, if you're not aware, GOATS is a, is a strategy on in Overwatch where you would run three tanks and three supports. And um, that all got started and that became a thing in the Overwatch community because of a Overwatch Contenders, which is the second tier of competitive Overwatch. Uh, it got started because a team named GOATS started running that and they started doing really well. So um, I think that's just sort of the, the best example that we've had so far of, Pros doing something and then everybody else following suit with that.
0: Yeah, um, and you know, it's really interesting um that that happens. Um, you know, League of Legends, because of role queue and uh that has just has so many set expectations for itself that it can't. It's not that it's not flexible, it's just that it's typically not as flexible. Let's talk about um the meta. Um, of Overwatch and the flexibility of it. Um, and, you know, talking about the 3-3 comp, uh, GOATS is um, interesting uh, because, you're, like you said, it was one team started it, and now it seems like you can't play a game uh, without seeing GOATS. So let's talk about the, the meta and the effects of meta in Overwatch.
2: So, I think meta doesn't really affect games or matter too much in games until you hit, like, Masters or above. You see people try to run the meta, like, especially Goats, in lower ranks. And if you watch and, like, you understand how Goats works with, like, bubble and defense matrix rotations and, you know, squeezing abilities and stuff. If you understand that and you watch someone or, like, a team in gold or plat try to do it... It's just six people running around doing their own thing, and there's no team cohesion. Yeah, there's
3: there's no coordination, and that's the that's the crux that supports goats. The coordination.
2: Yeah. You know. Yeah. You, so meta. So the meta. The meta right now is goats, right? It's the best thing, but it's also the worst thing, because it doesn't I mean, the, work if the you're meta not. Meta is
3: always the worst. It's always the best and the worst thing. Right. Because people oh, no, always right. complain about the meta. They complained about dive. They complained about triple DPS. Right briefly a thing,
0: goats, yeah. no,
3: it's just the newest flavor.
0: Yeah, and so well, what's interesting um, is, you know, typically when a game develops a meta, um, it tends to stick um, for a while, or, you know, like, it seems right now people are really, really wanting the meta, like the, the overarching actual meta to be 2-2-2, um, which that's a whole other discussion on its own. But it's specifically for players trying to get into overwatch uh, at this stage in the game um, when a new player enters a game they tend to look at the trends of the game right uh, so a new player uh, comes in now and the meta is goats um, regardless of their placing rank it does that does that sort of mentality hurt them or help them uh, and you know if we have new players listening um, what sort of advice can we can you all kind of give um, to get into that game uh, with that mindset?
1: Well, I think it's a lot like what Hunter said in that you don't really see the meta come around like in an effective way until you get to the really high ranks. So I don't know if it would affect a uh, a new a new player as much unless they're like super experienced and they were globally in CS:GO and they come into Overwatch and just tear it up right off the bat, then it might be an effect. But I think if you're at a, a little bit of a lower skill level, then the the meta shouldn't have that big of an impact on your experience with it at the start. Yeah, the yeah, thing
3: are, a- the absolutely ignore the meta. It doesn't matter for you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter for me, even. Yep. Like, Diamond is the top 10% of players, right? It still doesn't matter for me. It only matters when you hit the top 3% of players.
0: Mm-hmm. So let's uh, kind of uh, take a sort of a left turn off of this, and let's talk about the community of Overwatch. Um, you know, typically in a MOBA, by this point, usually the game becomes unplayable. Um, But that doesn't seem to be the case with Overwatch. Uh, Let's unpack that a little bit. Because that's usually where meta issues come from, is you try to go outside the meta, or you just try to do something different, and you get yelled at. Um, What's the community like um, in Overwatch right now?
2: So you're gonna run into people who are, like, you know, meta slaves. They're like, that's not meta! Why are you playing me? But at the end of the day, like, you get those people, what? Like, once every, like, five or six games. Maybe even, like, less than that. Like, I haven't ran into someone who's flamed... I haven't gotten flamed in Overwatch in maybe, like, a month.
0: Which, uh, which so is for...
2: Yeah, because I'm so bad. <laughs> That's um... not what I meant, but...
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but, like, I, I think it's it's getting better. It's definitely getting better, but you're you are going to run into those bad eggs and you just have to ignore them and there's this really nifty uh button that you can press in Overwatch. Uh there's two of them. One is the mute button where you can mute another player. And the other one is avoid his teammate where you can avoid them as a teammate and they will no longer be your teammate and it's really fun because when they get on the enemy team, you can uh poop on them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh come
1: coming from other fpss really the overwatch community's not nearly as toxic as other games like i i know plenty of times when i've played csgo or rainbow six siege or something like that i've gotten i've gotten some pretty uh pretty mean and harsh teammates but you know they like like we've said they do come around every now and then in overwatch but uh not nearly as often as some of those other fpss
0: uh, Dustin, what's been your experience? Uh, you've, you know, you've gone, you've played in, uh, you know, Diamond rank. What What is it like in those top tier, topper tier ranks, you know, the ones that the normal people might get to?
3: I've played all the way, like, I've, I started in, like, mid-gold, I kind of fell down to high silver, low gold. Yeah. I'd peak at, like, 2,000, and then stop playing the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, from my experience, nothing changes from mentality from silver to diamond. Interesting. People are people are still the same way all throughout. They're just a little bit better at the game.
0: Yeah. So, um, would you say like that? The other players or the uh, other people that have talked already um, talking about what the community's been like for them is that ac- so you're saying that's accurate from top to bottom, basically?
3: Yeah. It, like it doesn't change. Now, granted, I haven't played in you know, masters and grandmaster. It probably changes there. Right, I mean, it's a lot more serious. But um,
0: for the casual player, um, overall, the community is pretty
3: is is pretty pretty good. Yeah, you know, like granted, you, you will get bad eggs, but
0: right. And it doesn't I'm actually no, go
2: ahead. I was gonna say, I'm actually pretty sure, like at least grandmaster and above, like it's actually less toxic because there's so few people that you're gonna play with them again and they're going to remember. It's like <laughs> that's, that's I I, I am yeah. pretty sure I I I asked. I was watching an Emong stream one time and someone asked him like why is not why aren't there that many toxic people in Grandmaster? And he's like it's because we all play with each other all the time because there's not many of us.
0: <laughs> yeah. And and that totally makes sense. Um so I I bring this up because um like we've said like in mean, other games like what what stopped me from playing League of Legends was um, you know, I, I can I can't even count how many times I've been told to, you know, kill myself or get cancer and uninstall like, those, great. those that,
3: that has happened in overworld it, like, it, it does happen, It does. it's just but not I, that common
0: yes, and that's the thing Was it was like, every game like, it would seem that you know, five minutes in, one person would make one wrong move, and then someone would say something like that, and then you're stuck with them for another 15 minutes until you can surrender, like it's like it's crazy to me that you know at this point in the game it's overwatch is still a relatively good community um like what you guys are describing with your bad eggs you got about that many good eggs playing league of legends and this isn't me flaming riot games um that's just at the time i was playing the game that's just how the community was and it was Mm. not a great time it was also the same time of you know, Xbox 360 Call of Duty when you get 360 no-scoped or you would do that to somebody, (laughs) and then they would flame you in a personal message. Like, that stuff doesn't happen as often in Overwatch. And I'm just kind of curious, why do you guys think that is?
2: It's harder. Um, Everyone's bad. Well,
3: I I think (laughs) it mainly comes from the fact that Overwatch is... At the same time as being a competitive game, it's also a very casual game. It draws in an audience that is not so hardcore as CSGO or League of Legends or stuff like that. It's much more accessible to a lot lot more
1: people. And I think a lot of the flaming, it's not really possible in Overwatch from a competitive sense because there's no scoreboard feature. So a lot of people have to make assumptions of like you're playing badly and you're the reason why we lost. But then that doesn't obviously happen as much as, you know, if you're playing Siege and you see somebody is zero and six or zero and seven, and then you can like, then you have people really putting them down for for not being as high on the scoreboard. But uh, because we don't have that in Overwatch, I think that makes those uh, those people who like to be toxic. It makes it a little bit harder on them to do that. That's a good point.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I've never actually, you know, I didn't realize it until you mentioned it. There is no scoreboard. It's very self self centered in your uh, in your own personal scoreboard. So most of the time, you're just worried about, oh shoot, am I doing the right thing?
1: Yeah, you can you can only see your stats. You can't see anybody else's.
0: Um, and part of the reason is just uh, that I think it's better is the um, that um, the games are quick. You know, you get a bad teammate, it's done within, at most, 20 minutes. You know, depending on, of course, depending on the map type, if you're on 2CP, it might take 10 hours. Um, mm-hmm. But those are the sorts of things um, that uh, keep this game relatively non-toxic. Um, I think at this point, we've kind of hit the, the heavy hitters of what we want to talk about with Overwatch. Uh, covering the, the competitive ladder, the community... Um, how this difference differs from a mobile and a first-person shooter. Um, So real quick, I want you guys each to, and we'll start with Brayden, talk about, you know, your experiences with the game. And at this point in the game, would you recommend this game to new players?
1: I would absolutely recommend it to new players. Um, It's some of the most fun that I've had in an FPS before um like i've i've mentioned already it's it is a learning curve all the 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 different moba games the league of legends the overwatches the tf2s even like siege nowadays when you have a bunch of these different characters that you get to play it is a huge learning curve to like learn what each of them do and which one's going to suit your style of play but i would for sure recommend this to anybody who wants to uh get started playing overwatch um you're gonna have a lot of fun if you have a group of friends to play it with that's gonna make it even better but yeah for sure it's a it's a good game to to play
2: um i would definitely yeah i would recommend it i will second everything that uh Braden said and i will go another step um not to go off on a big tangent because it's not confirmed but if you are someone who played the game got kind of sick of it or not sick of it but frustrated with it and you're like, I never want to play that game again. Uh, if a certain feature comes out pretty soon that we're think thinking might mm-hmm. come out called two 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 roll block, and roll queue, yeah. uh, you might want to come back. Uh, you might have fun with it again, but I I would recommend it to new players and returning players. I'm gonna take a
3: little bit of a different stance here. Um, I think Overwatch is a great game. It's very well designed. Obviously, I play it every single day almost, but I don't think it's that fun if you don't have the social aspect of it. If you don't have a small group of friends that play Overwatch, I think it can get very, very draining, um, and it's just not exactly fun to play without people. Like, obviously, it's it's still fun and enjoyable, um, but it's just so much more when you have that group, that social network of friends to just
1: play with yeah. i think that goes for really like most games though yes and that. yeah
2: i think i think we're just spoiled honestly
0: <laughs> <laughs> i you know i will say it's kind of like when we um we're going back to like smash bros you know like yeah you can practice all you want against ai or uh hopping online but it just there's just something different about uh playing against a group of friends whether it's you know no items final destination or um you know you have all items on and you're just having a good time uh regardless of the way you play um it's still fun by yourself you can still improve you can still climb the ladder um and do all that but if you have a group of friends get your group of friends and play games together is the consensus i'm getting
3: well Absolutely. i think i think smash yeah. is a little bit different because it's a more individualistic game
0: you're right you're right but the uh, and... but you know what i'm saying like it's it's that thing where obviously you're going to have more fun because you have a team to center yourselves around um and i think
1: i think overwatch takes that to the to the next level as far as the the group of people aspect goes because the default for overwatch is 6v6 and that's bigger teams than most other fpss like mm-hmm. counter strike is 5v5 and for a long time, Call of Duty and, and Halo and all those other console shooters were 4v4. Now they're up to 5v5. But the fact that you can have more teammates really enhances that social aspect, too.
0: Well, there you have it, guys. Um, I want to start off by thanking our guests. Once again, we have Braden Hunter, and Dustin. Thank you guys for uh, stopping in for the first episode of Games Parlay. You've heard it here. Um, try your hand at Overwatch. Get yourself a group of friends. Um and once again we thank you guys for listening and we'll hope to see you again uh, in two weeks on the next episode thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Games Parlay we really hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you here in a couple weeks for the next episode I want to remind you uh, that the music was provided by Eric Skift via SoundCloud and you can follow my Twitter at CRYPTO279 for updates regarding the podcast and other events so we'll see you in a couple weeks